You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. So I got a question earlier today from a student. Uh, He called. We had a a one-time conversation, a coaching conversation, and he went through all of his stats and what his plans were. And in the end, I recommended that he wait a year to apply, work on his application, work on his resume a little bit more. And at the very end of the call, he says, Dr. Gray, I told you everything. What are, what do you think are my chances of getting into an allopathic medical school? I love this question because if you go to those three-letter forms, the, the, the Student Doctor Network, Reddit has this as well, where there's what are my chances threads. And I laugh at those because the answer that I give is I have no idea what your chances are. I, I have zero clue what your chances are. And the joke that I always give is, well, your chances are zero if you don't apply and more than zero if you do apply. Nobody out there knows what your specific chances are. You could look at the AAMC. They have a graph, a, a table where it has MCAT and GPA, and you can find where your MCAT and GPA fall in that table and go, okay, based on MCAT and GPA, historical data, whatever the data for that table says, is this many people get into medical school. And sure that you could say, okay, my chances are whatever that table says, but it's still not accurate, right? That's just, that's historical data, number one. And if you are involved in the the stock market at all, Past performance does not predict future gains or performance or whatever the saying is. So looking at that table, it's a great barometer. But looking at the table doesn't take into account so many other variables that are involved in an application. And that's the problem that when you go to these threads, these forms, and they say, what are my chances? And students will be like, okay, I have a, I have a 3A GPA and a a 515 MCAT score, what are my chances? I don't know. Are you a URM, underrepresented minority? Are you Caucasian? Are you whatever? That comes into account. What's your socioeconomic status? That comes into account. What are your parents' education levels? That comes into account. Are you a disadvantaged student? That comes into account. What are your, what's your state residency, depending on where you're applying? That comes into account. What do your extracurriculars look like? Those come into account. What does your personal statement look like? That comes into account. There are so many variables when it comes to applying to medical school that it's impossible to answer. When did you apply? That comes into account, right? Who wrote your letters of recommendations and did they write you strong letters of recommendations or did they write you generic letters of recommendation? What is your MCAT? score look like each section what are the trends in your grades look like there's so 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 many variables that it's impossible to answer now let's talk specifically about what are my chances at an allopathic medical school my question to this uh, student was why allopathic why why does that matter d-o-m-d physician at the end of the day doesn't matter what specifically was drawing him towards or for you if you're listening to this 
what specifically is drawing you specifically to an MD school, right? An allopathic medical school is an MD medical school. DO is osteopathic. Why MD versus DO? Do you have some sort of bias? Are you, are, do you have some maybe information that's probably not true? Uh, that says, oh, you, you don't want to go to a DO school, you won't be able to do XYZ residency. So you have to take into that, take, take that into account as well. Why allopathic and not osteopathic? So as you go through this process, your chances of applying, of getting into, right? Your chances of getting into medical school are zero if you don't apply. And more than zero, if you do apply, there's so many pieces of the application process that need to go in your favor. You need to have a good enough GPA. You need to have a good enough MCAT score. You need to have a great personal statement. You need to have extracurriculars. You need to have great letters of recommendations. You need to apply on time. You need to write good secondaries. You need to turn those around in time. Oh, and guess what? Guess what the biggest variable is of all that I haven't talked about yet? You have no clue what that medical school is looking for. Zero. Zero idea specifically what that medical school is looking for that year. Every medical school is trying to build a, a foundational core of students every year. They're looking for LGBT um, students. They're looking for underrepresented minority students. They're looking for the jocks. They're looking for the engineering nerds. They're looking for non-traditional students. Every year, they're looking for something specific to bring into their class. This year, it might be your turn. Next year, it might not be. You don't know. At school A, you're the perfect candidate. At school B, you're not. You don't know. Stop worrying about what your chances are and maximize each part of the application as you go through this process. Focus on your GPA, focus on your MCAT score, get those extracurriculars, get some leadership experience, get some shadowing, some clinical experience, apply on time, aka early, turn your secondaries around fast, prepare for your interviews. There's lots of moving parts, and you need to make sure you're doing all of them well to get in to medical school. Woo! All right. What's up, Samantha? Let's get this party started. Slightly warmer Michigan. What's up? Caitlin, I finally made a live broadcast from Grand Junction, Colorado. All right, we're in the same state. <clears throat> um... Devin, um, my only concern with DO programs is possibly working overseas. Some don't view the same. Generally speaking, the programs are equally acceptable. Skeletal manipulation is woo. Um, uh, not all skeletal manipulation is woo. It's, it's funny. There is the, um, I forget the terms, but there's the chiropractic way of manipulation, right? And then DO is involves some of that, but involves so much more. And Tony uh, Schweitzer can can school everybody 
on manipulation, but don't don't consider it all woo. Not all woo. Um, not a lot of research. I I would say that. Uh, unfortunately, hopefully more comes out as we go through. The overseas aspect, Devin, um, is becoming less and less of a concern. There are, I think, over 100 countries that allow osteopathic physicians to practice, so it's really not that big of a deal. Paul, thoughts on research experience for the application? ER nurse for eight years, EMT since 2006, won't be applying until 2019. Finishing up prereqs and MCAT. Is research necessary? No, research is not necessary, Paul. Um, you have a ton of great experience, which is awesome. Uh, research is a good cherry on top, but not necessary. Um, since you're in the ER now, you might see if there's any sort of clinical research going on that maybe you can get involved in. Uh, screening patients in the emergency room, maybe even as you're working to get involved in. Check that out. Last day of the fall semester. Awesome, Ryan. Sean, when I was looking at the application, uh, it asked if I was from an underserviced area. Um, if I grew up in an Amish community, does that count? So the application, one of the questions is, are you um, a disadvantaged student? Uh, and I think that's probably the question you're asking, Sean. So the dis disadvantaged student, when you actually read the definition, it'll say, are you from a medically underserved area? Um, and I would say the Amish is part of that. And so the, 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 I forget the term. The disadvantaged student is something where the, the application service gives you a lot of freedom with classifying yourself as uh, disadvantaged. And so if you want to check that box, then you just need to make sure that uh, you put a good disadvantaged statement, a good disadvantaged essay in that box to explain why you're checking that box. And every school will evaluate what you say and Basically say, yeah, let's consider him disadvantaged. Or they're like, yeah, no, he's not really disadvantaged. We're going to remove that part of his application and, and just look at the rest of it. So you get a lot of leeway with that disadvantaged student statement. So use it uh, wisely. All right. Um, Michael Stone, I was asked to do clinical research in ER at NYU this summer. Awesome, yeah. Not sure what to expect uh, as a North Carolina native going up north, but it sounds like a great opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. Take advantage of it. Um, crush it. Good job. Um, as far as what to expect, I don't know if that's what you're asking me. What to expect? Uh, I would expect to be in a busy... Uh, emergency room, NYU, in the heart of the city. It's going to be very busy and lots of people and uh, lots of different people. So just keep checking it out. Um, hello, Dr. Gray. How are you and your family doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. We're doing great. I miss hearing everyone on the podcast. We'll get Allison back on pretty soon. I think we have a topic uh, that we want to cover, if I remember it. I had it a couple weeks ago. Now maybe I lost it again. We'll see. We're doing great. Matthew, thank you. Ryan, so I'm the first in my family to go to college. Does that count as disadvantage? No, it does not. Good question. It does not. Adjuvie. Uh, Michael, it is a great program. A friend of mine did it. Awesome. All right. There we go. New York City meetup. 
Samantha, do you have any info for pre-matriculations prep, prep for the next year? So Samantha, good question. Let me add it to my list um, to talk about it because I think it's a, a, a popular question as far as how do I, what do I do to prepare for medical school? The, shorter an, the, the short answer is um, nothing. for medical school. So the short answer, Samantha, is nothing. Uh, if you want to take a class just to kind of keep in the, the loop, so to speak, um, as a student to continue to, to, to hone your studying skills and test-taking skills, great, go do that. I think that's probably the, the only thing I would recommend. I, I wouldn't take a full semester of classes, maybe just one class here and there. You can take it online, doesn't matter. Um, but I would, I would look at doing that. Other than that, relax, travel, work, save some money, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your uh, pre-med student life because life will never be the same once you hit medical school. What if I'm a first-generation immigrant in addition to being the first to go uh, school and my family. Adjuvi, if you want to mark disadvantaged, like I said, you have a lot of leeway to mark disadvantaged on those applications. So if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. Um, for that, I probably wouldn't. Uh, Devin, is it possible to work and go to med school? Worried about paying for everything. So yes, it's possible. I actually worked my first two plus years of medical school. Before med school, I worked in Boston at a Boston sports clubs. I was a personal trainer first, and then I became the manager of all the personal trainers and the whole fitness. Uh, I was the fitness program manager is what it was called uh, at a gym at Boston sports club. So there was the general manager and there was me. Uh, I actually delayed matriculation into med school for a year so I could keep working that job because I was managing and, and learning a lot. and when I started med school, I transferred down to a New York sports club, same company, just different city, different name, and continued to work as a personal trainer during medical school for probably about two and a half years. Not a lot, five to 10 hours a week, if that. Um, I would not recommend it. Um, those hours took away from me being a successful student. And I regret that, and I hate having regrets. So don't, uh, don't have regrets. Focus 100% as much as you can on, on your studies. Your job is to be a medical student, 100%. So loans, there are loans for medical school, right? That's how most students live. Focus on saving as much money now and live off as much savings as you can, and then take out loans for the rest. All right, Michael Stone, I have a minimum of hours to do each week and daily reports for the research team, but there's a lot more logistics. I feel very fortunate. I think there's a stipend. Sweet. Awesome. Ryan, does it exactly look negative if you mark disadvantage, but they overturn it? 
Um, it's not negative, but they may question why you're marking it as disadvantaged. I, I've heard some admissions people kind of laugh at some of these things that students say why they're disadvantaged, and it's just not. Samantha, it feels so wrong to relax. Uh, yeah, it feels wrong as a type A. I need there's got to be something to do to improve my chances, but I'm telling you, relax. It's okay. It's good. Read some books, write a book, do whatever you want. Relax, it'll be okay. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.